Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson and it is episode 78 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. I am also using this platform to ask questions and try my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following episode introduction speech is for the topic of today. That introduction speech is regarding where the fear comes from within religion. Ever since childhood, I have heard how everything we do is a sin. You are living in sin, existing in sin, and even born in sin. So the question I have to ask people is where does it all come from? The fear. Fear has been something that has been used over the time to keep people from veering too far off the path of their religion. Throughout the history of humanity, there has been a push to keep people into the faith base. If force was something that was needed, then so be it. Yet in today's society, that fear is no longer stronger enough to keep the base together, especially considering science and technology is becoming the new religion. That fear that once stood is no longer strong enough to keep the masses in check. And from that religion is falling apart. But this episode is regarding where the fear comes from. And here's my viewpoint on fear and religion. Where does fear come from within religion? You watch bad things on television. It's a sin. You eat certain foods. It's a sin. Perform certain activities. It's a sin. And even before you come into the world, you are born into a sinful situation. So where does all this fear come from in the religion? Let's take it back to the beginning of our human existence. From the very beginning, humans have moved about the land trying to survive in this turbulent world. Of uh, Let's look at the life of humans. Life originated in present-day Africa. And as humans evolved, we ventured out into the world. The world meaning initially Africa, then beyond. Let's first look at Africa first. As early humans moved about the land, we came across animals, unknown diseases that the world knew nothing about. But there were always people who made it out. Otherwise, none of us would be here right now. Our ancestors made the journey to get us here today. So we know for a fact they eluded most of the problems. For the ones that didn't, a lot of families didn't make the human cut. This is the beginnings of the tapped-in fear that people have in us. That anxiety when we are in a vulnerable position and need some assistance. The fear that something bad could happen to us if we are alone stems from the very beginning of time. Now let's observe the children that we bring into the world. From the start of our existence, the woman has always had a protection coating around her children or child. But the more community started to take hold, men and women developed relationships with each other that were built around creating and protecting families. Now, the fear still exists, but at least now there is a family and a community to protect the young. 
Enough time went by where other groups of people built their own tribes and communities. Now you have people that you're getting along with. So the nature of people is to fight. There's still common enemies they both have to fight. And the fight has been animals and diseases. But once communities work together to hunt and work, they feed more people and elude illnesses. Then you have the smarter of our species who understood certain aspects of people and configure who we are based on observations of who we are. Now, I've said a lot about the beginnings of people, but what does any of this have to do with fear? Well, understanding the fear and all the scary things in society, people have figured, people have tried to figure out a way to deal with the fear. The more complex our brains, the more complex the language and the symbols and the signs we used. And then the questions came asking. The questions came about. Asking questions while building this world. We now develop beliefs for how and why we are living our lives the way we do. These are the very beginnings of what religion is to us and the world around us. Along with that, Earth is filled with phenomenons that we couldn't explain for the time period which became the gods and whom we gave names. But it is not enough to have a god. The god must also have reasons for events taking place, but also expectations of the people. Here's where the fear begins for religion. Our expectations stem from something we may engage in that would cause our species to be in grave danger. Now, this gets worked into the belief, meaning that since it takes a man and a woman to create people, then two women and two men are now seen as detrimental to the masses. So the idea of homosexuality becomes more of a sin if this is a lifestyle that people shall choose to take on. And with the fear, what happens if you go against the words of the higher power? Then there must be a place for those that decided to test the expectations of God for his people. That place becomes hell. So even if you have gay urges, you are not to act on them, for it will send you to hell. Let's observe another thing that we use as fear when working how we live in a belief system. The food we eat has also been a topic of controversy. Certain foods are considered sinful and should be avoided. Foods such as pork are bad for you because of the nature of the pig. Pigs tend to defecate where they reside, so this is seen as a creature that should not be consumed. The swine is a piece of meat that is linked to illnesses during a time period, so consuming this meat has always held a negative connotation. Sin is also connected to food when it comes to how much food the masses should consume. Gluttony is a sin because overconsumption leads to health problems. So eating too much has worked its way into our religious texts. Now, were people in the past aware of the illnesses associated with weight? No, but they had to have seen the people dying off quicker who had the additional weight as opposed to others. This is how things become worked into religion as a sin as well. This is how religion has gained power, has gained its power over time because it played off of the fears of people by way of the things that have caused downfalls of people. And since we look to people in positions of power like popes, priests, and kings, then we have even more reason to fear because these are the people who will power over the land. Well, not so much kings and queens anymore, more like presidents and prime ministers. Yet they still have a close relationship with the clergy. 
because the faith base is strong even today. Today, a time when so many when so much of religion is being challenged. Challenged with proof that there was an actual deity that created the heavens and the earth. That the same deity created humanity and gave us everything that we have that makes our species as unique as we are. So, when you start putting the proof to things, there are no real answers. And you know what? You can't provide real answers because it's all faith-based which puts the faith in limbo as time progresses on. You are talking, future generations are going to start demanding answers, which will put the beliefs in trouble. So what fear will be used in the future? Religion is moving toward non-existence, and with that, the fear won't exist because religion won't be around. On the other hand, with more issues stemming from the pandemic that we're going through today, it could be the catalyst which brings people closer to God. The religion then may be stronger, creating new generations of control and fear. Because when issues like what we are experiencing in society now take place with a global lockdown, religious figures use this as a means to show how God is punishing the masses for the unjust and wicked behaviors. But using this as a means of catching the attention of the masses might actually backfire. Why? Well, no one wants to be to blame for their predicaments, especially when we know for a fact that something like the pandemic was out of the people's control. So people who are deep into the faith have to be careful with how they project their beliefs onto the masses. Trust and believe. The most devout will always listen, but the fundamentalists are growing smaller and smaller as time progresses. What does that mean? It means that the fear is rapidly dissipating. And once that takes hold, there's no way to keep the faith base going. But don't people need faith? I mean, we all have to have something to hold on to, right? With this end statement, why we have to understand where fear comes from within religion. See, the fear that has held people for so long has been able to keep the masses. Only problem is that the fear is losing day by day. The society in which we live is able to see way too much. We're in the time period where the king would speak and masses would listen. People are now possessors of the same information that the king has as well as the pope, maybe even more. Technology is the reason why. Too much is seen, and the scary thing is that no one has control of it. It's amazing how long that religion has had reign over the people. No matter if it was Judaism, Islam, Christianity, or the small tribal beliefs that still exist. But as we are witnessing right before our eyes, this is truly changing. Changing in a direction that can not only eliminate the fear, but also the religions themselves. Thank you for listening to End the Know. And I'll be bringing you another episode regarding religion. The topic will be about asking the question. How accurate, really, is the tale of Noah's Ark? <laughs>